HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This is Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Airway. This is Heritage Radio Network, also uh, at Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick. Today's show is brought to you by Hearst Ranch. Hearst Ranch is the nation's largest single-source supplier of free-range, all-natural, grass-fed, and grass-finished beef. Since since 1865, the Hearst family has raised cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of Central California coast. The result is beef with extraordinary flavor that's as memorable and natural as the surrounding landscape. Check out HearstRanch.com. We love our sponsors. Good stuff. Um, we also love our guests. And today, I'm so excited because uh, Mark Bello is here from Pizza Acasa. This is a, a self, pizza self-sufficiency center that was started as a kind of workshop out of your home. How long ago? Uh, well, I've been teaching in New York for about five years, pizza making. Sort okay. of nomadically for the last four and a half that's right. Um, teaching around the city, places like Murray's Cheese and the Astor Center, and even kosher pizza making at the JCC, and still teach there from time to time. Kosher pizza? Yeah. Okay, so just no meat and cheese. <clears throat> no pepperoni. Okay. No meat, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 of course, opt for dairy over, over meat mm-hmm. in that class. Also, I do pasta classes there. So, But yeah, I, I still cool. teach from time to time at all of those venues. And then uh, demand just sort of pushed me into opening the uh, Pizza Self-Sufficiency Center. That is so cool. So that's a good sign. I mean, or that's a that's an interesting sign, I should say. I mean, give it, you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, but p- more people want to learn how to make pizza. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the classes, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the classes that I was doing around the city were all selling out. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the people that I was teaching were asking me, if they could, you know, host a class for a celebration or some sort of a corporate team building event or something like that. And, um, you know, most of us don't have space to accommodate something like that. So I could rent a kitchen to do that. Um, but that also, that could become kind of cost prohibitive. It's a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Renting supplies, carting stuff all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah. So last October I took over the space, uh, at 371 Grand Street, which is just, uh, East of Essex, we're right next door to Kosar's Bialis and a couple doors down from the donut plant. The donut plant, yeah. Um, where you notice the theme, all the round foods. <laughs> uh, so, 
uh, but got this space and it was a big white box and it was great because I got to just trick it out, you know, to be my dream venue for teaching. And additionally, I can't tell you how many times after a class, whether, you know, it was at Murray's or Astor. And then in the last year I was teaching also out of my apartment. I was doing classes for six people and people would ask me um, after class, they'd be so excited and they have some dough left over that they were taking with them. And they'd say, where can I go right now and get a pizza stone and a pizza wheel and a pizza pan and all these things. Oh, yeah. So, 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 so yeah, so the, so the front of the store is, is a little retail shop where we just have, you know, our absolute favorite one of each thing. So people yeah, can pick that like up. Yeah, like signature tomatoes and the, the bottle flour. Tom- yeah. Uh, yeah. So with some of, some of the, uh, the food items and then we leave the cheese up to Aleva Dairy, which is actually, uh, right down the street from us on Grand Street cool. where, where we get our mozzarella for the class. And, uh, Yeah. So you're working within the neighborhood. You've had a long-standing like friendship with Aleva Dairy because I remember on your tours you take everybody around to this place, and that you know classic uh, generations uh, family-owned uh, you know Little Italy hallmarks. Yeah. yeah. Well, Aleva. I mean, I've been shopping Aleva since I was a wee lad. My my <laughs> dad and I used to go see the Jets play back when they were at Chase Stadium and we'd be driving in from New Jersey and we would stop in Little Italy to pick up bread and cheese and cold cuts for our tailgate picnic and Aleva was always a stop Hmm. so yeah it's fun and Aleva by the way is the oldest Italian cheese store in the United States they started making mozzarella here in 1892 yeah whenever people ask me they're like where do I get fresh mozzarella I'm like well you can get it a lot of places nowadays but um, definitely check out this this place it's really like Fantastic. Yeah. yeah Little Italy is, is kind of a very small concentrated area now, but on like a one block stretch, there's a Leva at the corner of Mulberry and Grand. And then next door is Pimonti, which is a fresh pasta place, which by the way, my dad and I would load up on uh, tortellini when we would go there. We'd bring a cooler mm-hmm. with us to go in the car, you know, during the football game. And then, uh, and then DePaulo's at Mott and Grand as well, which is an amazing store. And they just, they expanded and it's just, you know, Italian really, goods, right? Like yeah. a, Incredible selection of imported Italian products. So they're doing something right, surviving all these years. Good stuff. Good people. Yeah. So my location being, you know, uh on Grand Street, definitely fit. Have you ever thought of making square pizzas then? (laughs) Because. So just to stand up. Actually, doesn't Donut Plant, isn't there a signature like square donuts? Oh, yeah, they do those. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, they I'm always, you know, I, I go for the uh, the carrot cake, which is round when I go there. But yeah, they do. They do the square like yeast donuts totally so anyway i i you know pizza it, it can be not round i, I can't think of any other yeah well i mean hands. in class one of the things that i emphasize is that uh it doesn't have to be round to be good in fact rather than really just over handling and just beating up your dough to get it to be a circle um you want to be gentle with it because the the, the way you handle your dough is very so much don't throw it in the air well well no. i mean first off Getting a circle, you know, is not absolutely mandatory. Um, an amoebic-shaped pizza... Egg-shaped pizza. ...can be yeah. delicious okay. because it's, it's all about the more you, you overwork the dough, the more you press the, the breath of the yeast out of it and the flatter your pizza is going to be. Okay. Um, and as far as throwing the dough goes, well, if you ask, like, the Neapolitan purist, um, it's actually forbidden... Both to use a rolling pin or to throw dough in the air. You know, dough, it's to be, you know, hand-hewn on the table and on the fingers and on the knuckles. And really that produces a crust with with more character where you've got this interplay of texture. You've got 
you know, bready and chewy and crispy and all that. And while it's totally cool to throw pizza dough in the air and, and during class, if people want to learn how to do it, I'll show them. We will all get covered in flour. <laughs> but um, but a, a, a crust made with centrifugal force is very uniform and just right. kind of boring. Like uh, Yeah. So you kind of have to feel the dough. Let it do. Let it guide you instead of you kind of. You know. Yeah, it's kind of a, a relationship. The more and, and this is something beginning of the class, the first thing we do is we all make dough. And to me, making your own dough, you know, puts the power of the pizza in your hands for, mm-hmm. for the future. You know, a lot of times when I ask beginning of the class who's made pizza before and people raise their hand and I said, Did you make your dough? Did you buy it at the store? And a lot of times with the store-bought dough, the complaint is that it's impossible to stretch. You stretch it, it shrinks back. You stretch it, it shrinks back. Or pizzeria dough, uh, while it works great in that pizzeria where that oven is, you know, firing at 7, 8, mm, totally different. 100 degrees, it's, that dough isn't formulated for the home oven, so the results aren't as great. So what we do is we make a batch of dough that is, that's something, it's a, a decade plus of a lot of trial and error, where this dough uh, works fantastic given the limitations of the home kitchen. So an oven where we're talking like 500, 550 degrees. So everybody makes the dough. They get to, to know the dough and understand mm-hmm. what it should feel like, what it looks like when it's, when it's right. Wow. So you've mastered the home dough. Well, you took you, a class. What did yeah, you think? I did. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, it's, every time somebody uh, goes to your classes, they're like, they come home with dough, right? People come home with some dough. Yeah. They're like, I need to make more pizzas right now. I'm so full. Yeah, the class, um, you know, yeah, you, you make, everyone makes a batch of dough, which is uh, four crusts, w- results in four crusts. It's a lot of pizza. And during the course <laughs> of the class. Yeah, so when, when classes are typically 12 people. Plus me. So 12, 13 times 4, 52. So mm-hmm. we have the potential to make 52 pizzas. <laughs> That's Therefore, the thing about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, so I have the to-go boxes. Okay. So any pizzas that people don't end up eating, or if they want to make extras to take home for later, take them in the to-go box. Um, any of the dough that they don't end up using, they take home, and I uh, everyone receives an instruction handout with all of the things we talk about in class, including how to refrigerate or freeze the dough for future use. Mm-hmm. I also talk about what I think is very important is a, a cold rice dough. Like in the class, I mean, obviously the class is four hours long. So we do, we make a dough recipe that is ready to work in about 45 minutes. Right, quick, quick rice, quick or rice. Or do you say yeah. cold rice? Or? Well, cold rice, making the dough in advance. And then, you know, a lot of like pizza makers, pizzerias make their dough. Chill it. Yeah, okay. they'll make it a day or a day and a half or two days ahead oh. of time. I mean, because there's a there's a there's a fermentation, Aging, yeah, there's yeah. a thing that occurs that adds an extra you know element Flavor. of yeah. yumminess. So, so that's an option. Yeah. So, and what I do is while our dough is rising, I do start. I do uh, teach the sauce making, and then I do some examples of how to stretch the dough using dough that we've made ahead of time. So, oh, therefore, showing cool. people how a cold rise dough works, what it tastes like, and then I make. Uh, a couple of pizzas with the quick rise that we've all right. just made together to show there's no smoke and mirrors and that you can absolutely you can still make an absolutely fantastic pizza with a quick rise dough as well that was one of the most uh you know fascinating parts of it to me because i thought that you know dough has to take a long time to rise but these days i will like often for at lunch at six point i will make a dough that morning 45 minutes later um spread it out stretch it out and throw together a pizza yeah and it's so quick and yeah. i learned that because you Hey. Thanks. Hey. Thank you. Cool. Sir. Yeah, I need to come there for that lunch. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yes, you should yes. come by sometime. Um, so it's so funny because uh, you mentioned going to China. I mean, not Chinatown. Um, 
Little Italy um, with your dad as a kid. And um, I used to do the same, but I'd go to Chinatown as a little kid. And we found out that we were from like two towns apart from each other in yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, your football yeah. team like <laughs> beat my football team. Did it? I think so. I think it stinks. Yeah. I, well, I think ours was even worse. I have but no idea, yeah, clearly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> did you play? <laughs> I did until 11th grade. Oh, wow. I know. I was, I was, I was a bench warmer. So you're yeah. embittered since. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. It was good. Cool. Yeah. So I understand you chose a little song to play in the interval. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, should I introduce it? Sure. This is a little gem that I found on iTunes um, from a band called the Pizza Kids, which is a trio of uh, German children who obviously, given their name, love pizza. I just imagine like people with heads as like pizzas as heads. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. Mozzarella and anchovy I like pizza with salami Eggs and cheese and oregano I like pizza with tomato I like pizza I like pizza pepperoni Mozzarella and anchovy I like pizza with salami Eggs and cheese and oregano I like pizza with tomato I like pizza We like pizza That was amazing. Isn't that awesome? That was kids in Germany named the Pizza Kids? Yeah. I'm (laughs) friends with them on Facebook. You guys should be friends with them. I gotta check it out. We can all be friends. (laughs) Cool. Because we all like pizza. We like pizza. In fact, when I liked them, you know, their Facebook page? Mm Mm-hmm. Just makes sense. Yeah. 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 We like pizza. We like pizza. Oh, my gosh. Do you play that after every um, class? (laughs) Just break it down to a dance floor. We, we have just a we have a sort of a soundtrack for the class, and it's it's all random. And when that show comes on, I mean that song comes on, often the lights go down, the disco ball goes on, and stuff like that. <laughs> that flower starts flying. What the am air. I missing? I really got to go. Yeah. Back. So, uh, so you've been really busy um, with the classes. It seems they're just yeah we filled. We, we've been so the, the the initial plan was three public classes a week. So we do Thursday nights, 6.30 to uh, 10.30 class, and then Saturday and Sunday afternoons, noon to four. Wow. And then, uh, and right right now, this this month is sold out. Um, and crazy. we're starting. Yeah, and we just put up the calendar for September and October and starting to fill. Um, but additionally, something that, you know, one of the reasons for opening the space was to have like our, our own custom tricked out venue to do special like private classes and nice. events like that. So Pizza we, party. Yeah, and, and it seems like a lot of the corporate team building events we're doing um, usually are midweek. So mm-hmm. normally my days off, which should be Monday and Tuesday, are like, you know, oh, Google is coming and yeah. we're going to make pizzas. Whoa, you know, that's so, so yeah, cool. it's been really fun. In fact, with Google, I get to make all sorts of great goofy Google jokes oh. about you know 
That's fun. Yeah. So Everything with O's. Maybe. If they ask me a question, I don't know the answer. I just tell them to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you ever worry that you're going to, because once you send people off on their pizza self-sufficient path, will they never come back again? You're going to eventually teach the whole, you know, city how yeah. to teach pizza, how to make pizza. And they uh-huh. Do you get repeat customers or? We do. Class um, okay. Some repeat customers. I mean, actually... Saturday, we had a, a, a woman who had taken a class with me about a year ago when, it was, when I was doing classes out of my apartment, came back with, uh, with eight of her friends. And so it was like, oh. yeah, they... So they're just doing it. That okay. was, yeah, that was really nice. But then, of course, there are other people they've come, they've taken, you know, the basic class... I the, forgot the, to mention, there is a whole entertainment and fun aspect of doing this. It's not just strictly to learn pizza. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you it know, you, you leave with a serious knowledge of, you know, how to yeah. go forth and make great pizza but you have a good time it's fun yeah, yeah. i mean learning, totally. learning can be fun no it, it is it this, is a good time i don't like have a big long ruler that i smack down on the table <laughs> no though i do true. have a drum symbol on the wall that i it's been very healthy helpful during uh, bachelorette parties when things get a little out of hand <laughs> just whack it with the soup the sauce spoon all right i'm not having my bachelor <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> not um, happening but yeah so so we've gotten uh so people come Taking the initial class, and uh, one of the things that we've been telling people about is we're going to be doing pasta classes as well. I want to do that. This fall. Yeah, Signing lots up. of fun. And I've I've done those uh, at you know already Murray's and Astor and stuff, and uh, it's been really 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 great. A lot of fun to do. So we're going to get you know figure out how pasta. how to best work it at the space, mm-hmm. and then some advanced pizza making. Um, advanced pizza making. Yeah, just fun things like making your own sausage. Oh, okay, charcuterie. Not charcuterie per, per se, but like not curing meat, okay. but just like ground, you know, having ground meat, mixing in the spices. Throw it in the sauce. Okay. Yeah, roasting your own peppers. Cool. I get a lot of requests for how to make a clam pizza, mm-hmm. which I make a clam pizza. Nice. Um, and living in That's, Chinatown, it's yeah. very convenient because I literally walk out my front door <laughs> and there's beautiful manila clams. Cool. And, and like the, making ricotta or something? Or uh, I don't know. Maybe, oh, you know, cool. I also looking at bringing in some guests and stuff for things. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, you know, obviously like, you know, there's, I, I actually, I went to a really great demo um, from, uh, I think I was from Salvatore mm-hmm. at Whole Foods, which was really cool. So, you know, nice. things like that. And Maybe I could bring my chicken's eggs. And oh my God, I forgot to bring the shiso I was going to give you. Uh, oh my God. I, I was telling Mark. I brought Mark, my mortar and pestle and everything. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, my shiso plant is growing like crazy, and I thought it would make a really great pesto yeah. for something yeah. for pizza. Gosh, just please help me, yeah, Mark, yeah. with this Another shiso. Time. Come to this. Okay, we'll all right, I'll, I'll bring it by. Cool. Nice. So, what do you make of this uh, pizza trend? Because we're definitely having a pizza trend in New York City, and it's definitely like the Neapolitan, you know, uh, canned tomato. Like no other sauce really, um, fresh mozzarella, you know, basil. Um, there's pizza places cropping. I went to that place in Greenpoint last weekend. Oh, Polly G's. Yeah. yeah, and then I, you know, there's that big place on Houston and Bowery, and like Polino's. pizza, it just doesn't stop. Like, and we're sitting here in Roberta's. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is yeah. this is a place that isn't part of a. I, I don't. Roberta's feels like a place that's going to be here mm-hmm. after the trend, whereas okay. a lot of the new places are going to, you know, filter out, I I think. Oh, that's very, so, that's very uh, yeah. generous of you. I mean, cool. I think with a lot of, you know, I don't know a lot of these new pizzerias yeah. because obviously when I'm not working, I'm usually not running out to eat pizza. <laughs> eat pizza. <laughs> so, um, and being pizza self-sufficient. When was the last time you ate pizza out somewhere? Uh 
Well, you're about to. I know. I'm <laughs> super excited. I was here before and had the pizza. Fantastic. Nice. Um, no idea. I'm trying to think. When was the last time I ate a pizza? All right. While you work on that, okay. how about what is the most um, aphrodisiac pizza ever you could ever make? <laughs> Well, it seems like that bacon and egg pizza, the one that you made <laughs> and blog about. Yeah. You know, that in itself with the and fried sage egg? and all that. Oh, like an <laughs> unctuous, like runny yolk. yolk. Yeah. Delicious. I agree. I mean, you know, there's all the sort of knee jerk aphrodisiac, like throw truffles on it and it's mm-hmm. an aphrodisiac. And there, you know, there are some fun pizzas that actually truffle oils and salts and stuff when used with restraint can mm-hmm. be actually quite good. And there's there is a pizza that I do. Um, using a cheese called Grayson, which is, uh, I get it from, from Ann Saxelby yeah, okay. and, uh, it's from Meadow Creek dairy in Virginia. It's a, it's a washed rind raw cow's milk cheese. Um, similar washed rind cheeses like Taleggio, you know, that yeah. so it's a pizza crust, just a blank crust. And then you just break apart some pieces of the Grayson, uh, rind and all, and then put that in the oven. And I bake that a little bit sort of softer than a lot of the other pies. So not as dark, not as crispy. Or else it'll brown the cheese. The, well, you know. the, yeah, and I just want the the dough to have kind of like a almost kind of bialy like mm. texture to it, and then out of the oven, hit it with some nice. Uh, we have some raw clover honey, and then some some white truffle oil and real white truffle oil, like infused with truffles and not the chemical one, mm-hmm. and just a little bit of that, and that whole flavor together is cool. I think there are children out there that were produced based <laughs> on the effects of this pizza, so. You just got me thinking of an idea. What about if you take a bialy or and make a pizza next, you know, grab some bialis and make I mean, a bialy pizza, you know, bagel, pizza bagel. Some, you know, no? the, the, that's a, that's a, a you, you that's, don't sound like you like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> that stinks. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're English muffin pizzas. They're often in class when I ask the question, oh, who's made like pizzas that. before people. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so okay so how about what do you make what would you make and you know it's really funny a lot of people i ask this to a lot of people and they say their answer is pizza so yeah. what would you make on a nice romantic date as a male wait isn't this like another show that you do about like this oh, no, is no, this, show. Oh, this one okay <laughs> well i didn't realize i i would have prepared this answer and made it sound all no. like yeah I'm, I'm afraid you're gonna say pizza but huh on a romantic date should ask Jenny. She's out there right now. <laughs> she probably has. no. It's up to you. Yeah, you're, you're the like. This is a the decider. A future so, romantic date or one that I've yeah, already. What, had. Or what do you think is a good idea? Like what, in your opinion, in your expert opinion? Well, I know that. I mean, th- actually, this this clam pizza that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Also, the same preparation for the clams is something that can be done for pasta as well. Oh. And to me, just like a big bucket of seafood where everybody can just kind of dive into it with like bread and mop up the oh, sauce okay, and all that. Cool. So like, you know. Clam sauce. Clam sauce. Yeah. Pasta but, with clam linguine. <laughs> right. No, no, no. But clam sauce can be like a ridiculously like No, it is seductive. fun to mop things up with the yeah, bread. Yeah. I mean, that cool. is. So make a loaf of bread. Okay. And, uh, and then, you know, saute shallots and uh, add a little like white wine or vermouth and dry vermouth parsley chili flakes and then just toss in like a pile of scrubbed manila clams let them give up the ghost and then take that 
liquid and depending on what you're going to do with it, either with a pasta, add a little olive oil and then toss it with a pasta or for the pizza, reduce it and add a little heavy cream and thicken it up. And oh. then that's actually the basis of your, your clam pizza is oh. this, the crust then brushed with this nice sort of unctuous. And get rid of the shells for the pizza, obviously. Right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, or for garnish if you want to be fancy. But you know. And then you take the clams out. With that, before you bake, right? so so the process of the clam pizza, and then again this one for a class because making the clam pizza in itself is is a process. Mm -hmm. So clams are cooked, then remove the the meats, you know, discard the shells, and then you make this reduction of the juice, and then add cream to thicken it up. And then if you put a a naked pizza crust in the oven, it's going to just totally like balloon out and then kind of dry out and turn into a cracker. So you need some sort of a buffer on it. Uh So in this case, you've got this. You know, nice, clammy, creamy. White clam sauce. Yeah, but it's a little bit more (laughs) than just like your, you know. (laughs) I know. Yeah, Campbell's soup thing or whatever. (laughs) And that goes on the pizza and then out of the oven, um, throwing the clams back in for like 30 seconds to warm up. Fresh parsley oil, fantastic. Okay, now I get it. You just explained that all to me. I so, gotta go home and try good? that. That sounds awesome. Does that sound like seductive? And that sounds yeah. as long that, as your date likes clams. Right. Some people don't like. Well, them. why know. would anyone date anyone that doesn't like clams? Um, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, that's no true. shellfish, no date. Well, some people think it's like bottom feeders, and they're like, "Oh, I'm too, I'm above that." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that sucks. <laughs> I appreciate your guidance. Sure. Chef, Chef Mark. And I got to come check out your uh, pizza, a casa. Yeah, everybody, please come by. We are open Wednesday through Sunday from noon until 5. Um, that's and you run around and do store. private events. And then we have the private okay. events and the public classes. You can just check out our website, which is pizzaschool.com. And uh, that'll show you the calendar and pictures of people in class and all sorts of fun all sorts stuff. of fun stuff and i have to thank mark uh, a lot because um i'm uh, on the host committee for just foods let us eat local and mark has graciously donated a free class certificate as one of the silent auction items for uh the fundraiser yes and for the just food the um the value of that ticket is a million dollars so <laughs> so somebody please go buy it for half a million you're getting half price right there it's totally good a lot of yep. clams yep. sauce yeah. in that class. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right, using up all the goods. Thanks so much, Mark, and um, hope, good luck with all your stuff. I'll see you hopefully in class soon. Yes, thanks for having me. I'd like to thank everyone at Roberta's Heritage, uh, Jack Inslee and Nat Wiener in the controller booth, and I'll see you next week. I'm your host, Kathy Arrayton. Thanks. <laughs>